if you're brand new and you haven't been selling or you're just you're brand new to it starting with advertising it's very expensive to do because you're going to go spend your money to learn to test whereas starting organically yeah that's the free way and that's the better typically the better way to start by testing and hone your offer hone your messaging and once you're comfortable with that it's working then ads are thrown through on the phone you're listening to the client catching podcast the show that uncovers how high performing service-based business leaders are successfully navigating the ocean of complexity around growing their business now as anyone with a talent and guts to start a business knows it takes a lot more to grow one than just being great at what you do and you can't do it alone so this podcast will show you how other captains of their own ship just like you have found the right strategy to catch more clients simplified everything and transform their business So if you're ready to do the same, then jump aboard and join me, Adam King, host and the captain at Think Like a Fish, and let's go fishing. Hey, how you doing? Adam here, and I wanted to quickly let you know about a brand new 15-minute video training where I show you how to get 5, 10, 15, 25 or more predictable sales appointments every month in just 30 minutes a day. And how you can do all of that without cold calling, networking, relying on referrals or any of that kind of stuff. Now, I've added that to the podcast gift page, which you can find at thinklikeafish.co.uk slash podcast gift. That's thinklikeafish.co.uk slash podcast gift. And you'll also see all of the other resources and gifts that I've created on that page as well. So hope you go and check that out and, uh, and enjoy what you find. So until you do that, Let's get back to the show. Hello, welcome to the Client Catching Podcast. Now, today we're going to be talking about a prime example of why the wisdom of crowds isn't always the most reliable source of facts, and also why it's important to sometimes ignore the dogma and test things for yourself, because we're going to be talking today about LinkedIn advertising. Oh, but LinkedIn ads, they're too expensive. They don't work. Facebook, it's the only place to play for ads, right? Well, I could go on. And these are just some of the things I hear when it comes to advertising on LinkedIn. See, the truth is that while they do require a different approach, LinkedIn ads can help your business reach a professional audience that have twice the buying power compared to other channels. In fact, a little statistic that I found uh, suggests that as many as 65% of B2B marketers have acquired clients by using ads on LinkedIn. But... LinkedIn ads, they are their own category and they do require their own approach. So rather than sort of listening to me today, you're going to learn how to make them work from my very special guest, who's a leading expert on generating a positive return on investment from LinkedIn advertising. He's the founder of Modern Media, an advertising agency that helps B2B companies reach high level decision makers at scale using LinkedIn ads and technology. And as there aren't many out there sailing on what I think is really a blue ocean of LinkedIn ads and even fewer that have proven results, it's safe to say that he's one of the top LinkedIn ad experts in the industry, having managed millions in ad spend and generating over 100,000 new sales opportunities. So I'm absolutely delighted to welcome my guest today on the Client Catching Podcast, Anthony Blattner. Anthony, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me here. Excited to be here. Yeah. So LinkedIn ads. What drew you to LinkedIn ads so that this is now what you're really sort of becoming very well known and famous for? Uh, Yeah, so kind of got into LinkedIn ads. So my background is I've done a lot of different types of marketing throughout my career. Um, I've done the SEO, I've done the Facebook ads, the Google ads. um, And even even farther in my background, I kind of got started in um, software development and like the tech space. 
Um, started my career by working for IBM. So I've always been in like the tech B2B enterprise space. Um, so for a lot of my early clients, um, we, you know, I've, I've done a lot of the different types of marketing and what I kept finding for a lot of our work was just LinkedIn was the best channel over and over again for a lot of our clients. Um, so that, that's, that's what's led me to focus on it is that's where we've seen the best results. Um, you know, we've done a lot of the Facebook and the Google advertising, but, um, just all of our, all of our accounts bringing the best results on LinkedIn. So, so nowadays that's, that's our primary focus is LinkedIn. So, yeah. So, I mean, as I, as I think I mentioned there in the, in the intro, a lot of people have an idea about LinkedIn ads and you, you know, you can mention it in a, in a sentence to them and they, they will say some of the things that I mentioned that they're too expensive, that they don't work, that, well, Facebook is the only thing. And, and what do you say to that? Um, about being too expensive, um, usually about just some of the misconceptions in general and, and, and have I missed any out? Uh, I say the other one is that no one uses LinkedIn. <laughs> right. Like, Oh, but who actually like uses it? Like are people, do people actually use it? And to be honest, like I was kind of in that boat for a long time. Like even, even when I was first running ads on it, you know, for, for the most part, I didn't use it myself a ton, like in the early days. Um, nowadays, I'm I'm one of the uh, weird people that spends more time on LinkedIn than on Facebook or anywhere else these days. But um, in the early days, like before I got into, into using it too much myself, you know, I was always like, you know, how much are people really using this platform? And I was always like surprised when I was size up different audiences, like based on like industry and job titles, stuff like that. And I was always like, be surprised how many people were in that audience and like how much traffic we were able to generate through that. So in the early days when I wasn't I used to be using myself, um, you know, it's hard to see how other people use it without putting yourself in that, their shoes. Nowadays, I'd use it a lot more. So I do see a lot more, you know, all these different types of people who use it for various reasons. Um, but I'd say that's definitely one of the misconceptions is the average person probably checks their Facebook several times a day, but the LinkedIn, eh, maybe every couple of days or maybe a couple of times a month. Um, is, is well, I mean, I, I can confess to being, uh, you know, probably the other, you know, the second person that uh, is weird like that, that um, I, I hardly check my Facebook. I think the only uh, the only posts on my personal profile are uh, just saying thanks very much for the birthday messages once a year. <laughs> and that's it. But LinkedIn, on the other hand, it's 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 where I spend more time. Um, genuine conversations around, you know, things that can actually yeah, help her help a business, but also, you know, much more interesting than what you had for dinner, right? So I think that there is something in that as well. So um, yeah. when it comes then to thinking about LinkedIn, first of all, I think people will have a, a preconception about what LinkedIn is. And they'll, there's been many people out there talking about how to use LinkedIn to generate business and all the rest of it, but that touches on a bit more of an organic side of things. What do you see as the difference between using LinkedIn as a as a sort of organic way of generating uh, clients, you know, sort of posting content, connecting, and all that kind of thing, as opposed to the advertising route? Um, I think they're both useful methods. And if you haven't used LinkedIn before, I'd actually recommend most people starting with the organic side of things. Um, and get comfortable there, and you know, use LinkedIn to the uh, you know free use use all the free options you can on LinkedIn. And then, and then ads are useful when you are comfortable with, you know, how maybe the connection portion works, how, you know, you're comfortable with like posting organically, then, then ads are throwing fuel on the fire after that. So, um, you know, most people that we work with, it's not their first time, it's either not their first time advertising or they're not their first time using LinkedIn. Um, 
if you are, if it is the first time trying to use LinkedIn ads, you're going to spend a lot more testing there, um, just because LinkedIn is a more expensive platform. So, um, I think, yeah, I think connections and organic posting are are very valuable channels to use, and they all have their usefulness. And I think, you know, once you're comfortable using that to the maximum, then ads are the next step. Yeah, and and should everybody be advertising on LinkedIn, or is there a type of business, or should you be looking for a type of client? What 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 kind of business? is LinkedIn advertising best suited for? That's a good question. And it is not everybody. Um, so LinkedIn, a couple different things is LinkedIn is, is a more expensive channel. So um, uh, typically to make the ROI make sense is everyone's going to have their sales and marketing funnel in place and you're going to spend a certain amount to acquire a customer and then what you, what you make off that customer, LTV, eventually needs to make sense in the ROI. So because LinkedIn ads do tend to be quite a bit more expensive, your resulting cost per lead is usually a lot more expensive. So your LTV needs to be um, high enough to make sense for that whole conversion. So we say that best best prospects are companies that have an LTV above 10,000, um, which, is, which is quite a bit higher. So, you know, this is usually... Uh, B2B companies in general have higher price points, so they do you know, obviously hit that better. Um, so a lot of tech, a lot of enterprise, you know, professional services often are good fits for that. Um, other people who are not good fits are, so also to kind of set the stages, LinkedIn is great for the targeting that it gives you. It's good for acquiring very high quality new traffic, new leads. Um, it is that makes it a top of funnel strategy. So this is often the first time someone's heard about you or your company. Um, so they're signing up to receive more information. Um, so you need to have the rest of your kind of sales and marketing process built out after that. If you know if you're a new company or if you don't have your sales and marketing process built out, um, you're it's not likely that someone's going to sign up through a LinkedIn ad and purchase right away. Right. So, so it's not the sort of thing you'd, uh, you know, just slap a right special offer buy now sort of advertising message. And let's be honest, you shouldn't be doing that anyway, certainly not to a cold <laughs> audience because, you know, that's kind of a way to throw your money in the sea. So why don't you give us an example then of a of a typical campaign that you might run for a client? And maybe you don't have a typical campaign, but what the, what the process looks like for somebody that's thinking, OK, well, what, what Annie's just said is it, it makes sense. That's where I am in my business. I'm interested. Tell me a little bit more. How would I then go about actually creating this? Yeah. So there's a few different things that you need for setting up your LinkedIn campaign. Um, number one starts with, I like to say it's the three M's. It's it. Number one is your market. So who is that person you want to target? Um, it's better to be more specific on LinkedIn. That's the, that's typically the reason you're using LinkedIn is because of the specific job title, industry, company size that the targeting has there. Um, so you want to be as specific as possible. This is the opposite of like, um, say, Facebook, where usually you give it a big audience, let them go algorithm to find that person inside the audience. On LinkedIn, you want to be very specific, usually smaller audiences. So number one is who you want to target for the market. Number two is your magnet. Um, and that's what is, what is your offer that you are going to make to the audience. Uh, and for the most part, a lot of our campaigns are lead generation. So usually it's, it is getting somebody to sign up to receive more information or to sign up for that for a demo. Um, but usually content offers, lead magnets, usually do the best. So like I said, top, LinkedIn's a good top of funnel strategy. So the best items to use there is, um, there's a whole lot around lead magnet strategy, but essentially what's, what is your prospect 
what are the problems they're currently having? And you want to position your lead magnet as speaking to that problem, offering your, you know, positioning yourself as the solution, you know, give, teaching them how to solve it, but then positioning yourself as the solution to that problem, and then giving them a call to action afterwards. Essentially, it's you know, a checklist or a guide, some kind of PDF that they can download. So, number two is your magnet, and then number three um, um, is is following up with your leads after that. So. So when somebody signs up, um, they're gonna opt in to get that case study and then you wanna offer them, typically we'll build an appointment setting funnel so that someone's gonna opt in to receive that lead magnet and then they're gonna go on to actually get it. And then, and then you do wanna be able to offer them what is that next step afterwards. So this is kind of where I talk about you wanna have your sales and marketing process built out. So maybe after they sign up to receive your guide or white paper, then the, then the next step might be to go book a call or book a demo um, or whatever the next step is after that. Yeah, and and that's a well, I'm I'm still surprised by how little have that process mm-hmm. already built out, and then they'll go straight to things like advertising, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, or or they'll experiment with a different channel of um, lead generation because they've been sold something, or you know somebody has said, well, this is the best channel to be on, and and then they spend money on it, and then they go, well, hang on a sec, I'm not getting the results that I want, and then you actually take a look at the process that's behind it, and there is no follow up, or is there? There is very little follow up, and you kind of think, well, that's a big reason why you're not getting some of the results because. This isn't, especially with the kind of businesses that you're referencing and that you work with, these are not um, snap decision purchases. These are considered purchases. They have to get to know the business, the company, actually trust that you, A, know what you're doing, B, you can actually help solve the problem that um, that person has and you are claiming to be able to solve to the point where they feel comfortable enough that they actually then want to have a conversation. And these sales cycles can go on for weeks, months sometimes years depending on the size of the contracts right so yeah it's it's not that quick fix and i think that's the big difference between what i've seen people pushing facebook ads as opposed to linkedin ads i think the beauty in the linkedin and why i reference the fact that it's quite a blue ocean in terms of people using ads on linkedin is because there's a million people out there that say they can do facebook ads because the platform itself has become relatively simple to get started on and relatively cheap. The very expensiveness of LinkedIn puts off people that are going to be amateur and just think, right, let's just give this a go and see how we get on. They need to have these kind of things built on the back end in order for it to actually work for them. So what types of ads can you run on LinkedIn? And then how does it really differ? Because I've mentioned Facebook there. What is the main difference between the two platforms? Yeah, so the different types of ads on LinkedIn, um, there's a few different types of ad units. Uh, sponsored content are like the big ones that you see in your newsfeed. Whenever you pop open LinkedIn, um, those ads in the newsfeed, those are called sponsored content. That can be an image or a video ad, or it can be a carousel ad. Um, typically, we're starting with image ads and then refining the creative and then maybe moving to video afterwards. Um, LinkedIn also has uh, text ads, which are little ads that either appear on the top um, of the desktop experience or on the right-hand sidebar. Um, these are very cheap ads. These are LinkedIn's cheapest ad units. Um, they don't get a whole ton of clicks because they kind of stick out as like, hey, this is an ad. Um, but um, it's a good, that's the, probably the lowest risk way to get started is by starting with text ads. And you, know, you can target the same targeting and then you can turn to a landing page afterwards. 
Um, and then third is kind of the messaging ad format. So this is traditionally been like sponsored email, um, an ad that will show up in your in your inbox in, in LinkedIn, in your in that inbox. Um, we see very high open rates for these. Um, they can be expensive um, because you pay on a per send model, not on a per click model. Um, but they're very effective for certain types of certain types of offers. Usually, um, what, usually when you do get to like the uh, special invitation or promoting events that you want to invite somebody to, that's when email becomes useful. Um, also, went for like recruiting campaigns, um, email usually does very well for those as well because um, it feels like a recruiter personally reach, reaching out to somebody. Mm. Um, recently, LinkedIn launched a new type of ad unit in messaging uh, called conversation ads, which are kind of um, more chatbot-like style where you will create a tree of um, kind of a choose your own adventure. And like the chatbot style is like, you can offer s several different options. Somebody can click on what they want to choose and then go through a different tree of messaging afterwards. So you and that's all within the messaging app itself. That's not obviously on the newsfeed, which is, I think, where a lot of people think about um, advertising, really. Exactly, yeah. So the million-dollar question, I'm sure that people are thinking, right, okay, we've referenced that LinkedIn ads are expensive. How much do LinkedIn ads cost? Or is there, you know, maybe that's a hard question to ask because it will differ depending on what you're doing. But do, do you see a kind of rough... Um, cost per lead uh, or maybe a better way of phrasing the question is if you're thinking of getting started in LinkedIn advertising what kind of budget would you expect to set aside to start to, to get and to start and to get to a point where you'll actually be able to measure whether or not that there is a, um, a return investment for you on LinkedIn yeah good question and I can answer both of those um, so usually on LinkedIn you're going to spend in, in the U.S., this metric is from, in the U.S., cost per click is usually between 6 to 12 bucks per click. Um, ending uh, cost per lead that we usually see using a lead magnet approach and using LinkedIn lead forms is usually between 30 to 60 bucks uh, per lead. Um, average budgets that we start clients with uh, is about 3000 per month. And that, uh, that, that's because we're usually split testing a few different things. We're split testing your, so usually customer segment, then targeting to that customer segment and then split testing lead magnets and of course all the ads below that so about three thousand is usually the minimum you want to have to be able to cover all the split tests for your first month um so and but you're you're not all that also then thinking right okay i'm gonna put three thousand into this and then i'm going to expect money to start pouring in after a single month necessarily i mean you could get lucky. You could be in front of the right person at the right time and then, you know, you hit it straight away. I'm sure it happens, but I'm guessing that really you've got to think about this in terms of a longer term investment. So what are some of the things along the way you should be looking at to, to, to be thinking, right, okay, this is something that is going to be working for me and I'm going to continue, even though, you know, my cycle cycle is, is six months long, so I can't expect an instant return necessarily. Um, are there some things to be watching out for along the way? Yeah, and you're, you're definitely right about that. Like these are interruption style ads typically. So, you know, on Google, you have search ads, which is very high intent, meaning someone's typically often ready to buy right away. These are interruption style. So, um, you know, you're interrupting somebody and starting the conversation with them. So this is the first step. Um, things to look at in the beginning are, um, you know, on the front end, it is keep an eye on your cost per lead metrics and the leads that are coming in. 
Um, you know, if you're if you're way over that thirty sixty dollar per lead range, then there's something either in your offer or in the lead form that needs to be adjusted. Uh, and then the next step is how many of those leads are turning into appointments afterwards. Um, if, if that's your next step, sometimes it's a, a trial or a download. So how, what is that conversion rate to that next step? Um, if that's too low, you need to look at your lead nurturing and how you're uh, staying top of mind, maybe through targeting or through outbound email, just like that. Um, and then, and then, yeah, then it's kind of looking at your overall sales funnel. Most B2B companies have multiple months of like a, sales cycle. Um, so keeping an eye on that full sales funnel to say, okay, you know, how many of these appointments are then turning into sales afterwards? Um, it is typically a longer sales cycle, but if you put the right message in front of the right person who is ready to buy, um, for example, as, as COVID was starting and as everyone was transitioning to online, one of our clients um, sells HR software that kind of you know, perfectly serves that market of supporting remote employees and they saw several sales and they, they, they were early in their campaign. They might've been month two. They saw several sales come in from those ads because it was like the perfect message, the perfect time in front of the perfect person. So those people were, were ready to, to buy. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes you can get that. And, and maybe it's more like, well, I've tried advertising in, in other places, other channels. I've tried Google, I've tried Facebook. And, and I think the irony when people look at things like LinkedIn and they say, well, it's expensive. And they're always making that comparison between Facebook. But actually when you flip it and then say, well, let's compare it to Google. There are so many um, keywords that are very, very expensive on pay-per-click on Google because it's that, as you say, it's got intent behind it. So the you know these people generally with, with the high cost uh, keywords, these are the people that have high buying intent. So are they much more likely to go into, you know, the, the deeper part of your funnel, so to speak. So yeah. when you're comparing, say, LinkedIn and Google, maybe there's a not quite as much difference. And, and you actually get the benefit of potentially catching them higher up the funnel. And then as long as you've got that process nurturing in, into the future so that you continue to follow up, that's a great return on investment, I think, potentially. So it's it's always that sort of, right, yeah, I'm comparing it against Facebook where people are saying I can get, you know, well, not anymore, I don't think, but, you know, 50 cent, you know, cost per lead or, um, you know, dollar per lead or whatever it is. That just isn't necessarily a great thing to, to, to get anyway because you've got to ask yourself what is the quality of those leads? And on LinkedIn, you can actually laser target on profession and on job title where you can do that on things like Facebook, but let's be honest, when was the last time most of us updated our job titles on, on our Facebook profiles and, and all that kind of thing. So the targeting could be sketchy and you have to get in front of a lot of people. Whereas mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking with this slightly different. Now I do know, and, and I've kind of woven in the whole thing between Facebook and, uh, and LinkedIn on purpose, because I know we had a bit of a chat um, previously about a bit of a ninja and I did say the word ninja and I'm sorry, anyone listening, I did say ninja, um, but a very sort of, you know, a smart way of using LinkedIn ads that you can then use to retarget on other platforms in a really smart way that this just makes complete sense. And I'm surprised that I haven't really heard of this before and people doing more of it because it's just a fantastic way to um, target a particular type of profession and then be able to retarget on other channels. So I'm not going to steal your thunder. Why don't you talk to us about what that is? 
Yeah. So, so exactly. Um, and that's, what's going to help maximize your results is like, as in the funnel, you want to acquire your traffic, you know, you on LinkedIn, we can make sure we're getting, we'll make sure we're attracting the perfect person we want to attract because we have the targeting there. So you acquire your traffic there. Um, that's also the most expensive place to do it. So once you do acquire your traffic there, then you want to retarget and nurture them over other means that are cheaper, more efficient. Uh, and that's, and then, yeah, typically, and then Facebook is, um, the best, cheapest way to retarget traffic afterwards. So maybe it's people, maybe you oftentimes will set up different integrations so that all the leads that come in will go to a Facebook custom audience um, or you, you know, people that have reached your funnel, retarget people, visitors to your funnel uh, on, with ads on Facebook and Google because much cheaper there um, to do so. So yeah, that that's builds out the rest of the funnel. Uh, ads are definitely one one powerful point of it. And then also like email, up on calling and, and then just go connect with your leads on LinkedIn as well. Yeah, and I can imagine that, you know, if you are running, say, Facebook ads or you're doing stuff on Google Network and display and all that kind of thing, it can actually then make the results you're getting from those campaigns far better as well because you are actually really getting specific on an audience and then you are allowing the platforms, um, you know, the, the things in the back end, the algorithms that we all hear about, they're going to get even smarter because you're going to be targeting specific people, not just with the email addresses, but with the pixeled audiences. If you're um, running things like video ads and you're getting people to watch them and the lookalikes that come as a result and all the rest of it, it's, it's just a snowballing effect. And I think that it's just a really smart idea to, if you're struggling, say you're targeting business owners and you're struggling on Facebook, for example, to get in front of them at a, a, a you know, get in front of the right people or you get in front of people and they're, you know, they're, they're coming on board or they're um, scheduling calls or they're downloading whatever it is you're um, offering, but they're not converting at the very end because they're not quite the right people, then maybe this is an option to consider. LinkedIn, and do when you do LinkedIn, can you, can you specify different objectives like you can on Facebook? Can you do lead generation? Can you do traffic? Can you do other things like that? So that say, for example, you're pushing people just to a website, just a content, then you can pixel and then take the retargeting and then do that. Is that an option there as well? Uh, yes. So LinkedIn does have objective-based campaigns. Um, and other ones in there are uh, video views is one. So if you want to get, yeah, that's a good retargeting one for people maybe who've been to your website or who have been to your funnel or opted in, retarget them with videos afterwards. Um, they do have website visits and website conversions. Um, they do also have engagement, which um, that's more of like getting likes and comments on their posts and followers. Um, and then they have the sponsored email campaigns. Uh, and then they, have, they also have recruiting campaigns. Um, so there's a few different options. Yeah. yeah, but I most commonly are using the yeah the website visits or the lead generation. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's just sort of mind mind opening to some uh, you know some possibilities of, of using it, and you know it does get a little bit more technical, and you do need to know what you're doing so that you don't completely you know lose your shirt essentially because you could be spending money on one and then trying to work out how to get them all to talk together. But that's that's ultimately why. Um, people like you and companies like you exist and um, you know it makes sense to if nothing else have a conversation with uh, you know the people that know what they're doing um, to see if it is right and assess what you're already doing and just see that it fits in because as you say it's not 100% right for everyone you have to um, be at a particular 
not level in terms of like how much you're making in a business, but a level of maturity that suggests that you have a certain process that is already proven to work. Because if you're going to throw ads at something that is not proven, then, you know, you're kind of taking a bit of a gamble. And I guess that's something that uh, is, 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 I always think that I have to sort of be very clear with that when people think about advertising, because if you haven't got something that's proven, it might, it might work. You might've had the greatest idea in the world and, and, and it just sort of works, but a lot of the time, you uh, you, you know, you're, you're going to find out with the money that uh, is no longer in your pocket, um, unfortunately. But um, it's a perfect uh, explanation, like setting the stage of like what to expect is if you want to go, if you're brand new and you haven't been selling or you're just you're brand new to it, starting with advertising, it's very expensive to do because you're going to go spend your money to learn to test. Whereas starting organically, you know, that's the free way and that's the better, typically the better way to start by testing and hone your offer, hone your messaging, and once you're comfortable mm. with that, it's working, then ads are throwing fuel on the fire. Yeah, there's no fire, if there's no, no fire, there's nothing to throw fuel on. So absolutely. And and it's amazing how often that that just it keeps coming back to it with the amount the, the people I talk to on this podcast. It's it's the fundamentals and it's the basics. You know, how, your offer has to convert. It has to be validated. You have to know that when you put it in front of the right people, they look at it and they go, "That makes complete sense." I'm in. Like essentially, that's what you're saying. And then it's how you bring someone to the point where they're o- open to even hearing that offer, that message, that education, the content, and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, you know, advertising, it's, uh, it's not the magic bullet because there is no such thing in, in marketing. <laughs> Unfortunately, I really wish there was, um, but it, there isn't. So, um, you know, what I like about, um, you know, what I've seen from you and what you do is that you, you talk about it like it is and you tell people like it is and you actually are very specific in terms of, right, you need to have this process built out because if I was just going to say, right, okay, let's create some ads and we'll make you some money, not going to work. And that's that's what I, I found refreshing because, you know, it's not a question of, right, let's throw some ads on Facebook and make you a millionaire. No, that's not what's, that's what it's about. This is, I think that's why I like the whole LinkedIn side of things more than Facebook because there's less of that. It's more, right, this is serious, this is business. People on LinkedIn, they understand how things work. There's no bullshit. It's like, no, you're not going to try and sell me a push-button marketing system that will suddenly answer all my problems. You're going to sell me a process that is proven and a system that works to generate a consistent number of um, sales appointments and sales opportunities. And and that's what you do. And, and, and I love the way that you've chosen the specific um channel in LinkedIn ads to, you know, to, to, to go into a lot deeper and, and there aren't many people. And I'm, I'm, yeah, this has been a fascinating conversation. Um, one thing, one thing I like to ask people, um, at the end of these is, is a bit of a sort of a, a bit of a dive into sort of your thought process and, um, thinking if nothing else and pick out some, uh, some, some ideas and some tips. And what I like to ask is, let's say for example, that you had 30 days to save a business something's happened i mean couldn't be more apt at this particular moment in time but say you've got 30 days i don't know you had a big tax bill the world went crazy in lockdown whatever it is and you've got 30 days to um pull in enough revenue to make your payroll to you know whatever it is for the next month what how would you think about solving that problem and what would you do Hmm. that's a good question um my hunch is it would depend on what the business is, 
Um, if we're saying, well, let's let's say it's your business, like you've been hit by a tax bill that you weren't expecting, and suddenly you've got to make thirty grand in a month. I don't know something just out of out of my uh, out of my head. Yeah. Um, hmm. So if you need to make a lot of money really quickly, um, you know, I think it starts with, um, you know, you want to be careful not to be like uh, trigger happy with ads. So maybe I wouldn't recommend ads in this case, but to, you know, what I'd recommend there is. You know, we use ads because it's, it helps with, with targeting and helping us get in front of the right people. Um, if you're trying to make, you know, if you're trying to make money quickly, you probably have a good idea of like who your best customer is and like where you can find them. If you had to try really hard, you could probably write down a list of, you know, maybe your top 100 prospects or potential customers reach out to. So if I was trying to make money really quickly, I'd probably generate a list and reach out to those exact people um, who I think could use, use, use our services. So, you know, for me, I'd probably make a list of 100 B2B tech companies, um, find the uh, marketing manager or marketing leader there or the owner, and then reach out directly to that person. Um, so some of the LinkedIn connection options might be useful there, uh, certain, certain the conversation there, talking to those people, maybe find their email address, reaching out to them, um, and, uh, and, and then see how you can help them that way. And say yeah, that, so how, it's, it's still using the same platform that you are really knowledgeable on it's just using it in a slightly different way um yeah i I, i'm always fascinated to hear what people sort of say with that because it's for me it's more sort of understanding the thought process that goes into solving that challenge because especially now um we've all been hit by certain things we're all struggling with you know different uh, demands that we're not used to whether it's um you know losing losing revenue you're losing clients not being able to run at all um you know my personal one is is lack of time with uh you know my wife and i both work for ourselves and um you know we have to run two separate businesses with two children under four and it's not easy and you know we've had to adapt the ways that we work and we've had to figure out ways of doing things much more efficiently it's 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 not been easy but you just have to sort of hit those problems head on. And, and that's why I like to ask those questions. So, um, yeah, thanks very much for that. And, um, yeah, it's um, <laughs> I, I, I wonder whether that's something that we should be doing in general anyway, just constantly keeping those conversations going with, say, our top 100 prospects, people that we know that we can do business with, because it's conversation, it's not sell. And it's, yes, you can make offers, but let's be continuing those conversations in a place where people are there to actually have business conversations. And that, that to me makes sense as something to be doing ongoing, whether or not we are uh, thrown into that uh, desperate um, uh, yeah, situation. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a great idea. I think a lot of people should be going and doing that now anyway. I like that question. <laughs> great stuff well Anthony this is this has been very very interesting and, and I think it's as I say a subject that not a lot of people really are a talking about and b talking about with any sense of authority and I think that what you do and the results that you've gotten for people really set you up for being able to talk about it with the authority that you do and the results that you've gotten for people so if people want to see a little bit more about those results, um, your website is modernmedia.io. Is that right? Yeah. Is that the best place to go? I know you've got a, a guide there for um, a, a guide for um, it's IO slash guide, isn't it? So it's that say that again, please. That's, that's our modern guide to lead generation at modernmedia.io slash guide. Awesome. And, and what, what should people expect to see there? Um, so that's 
that walks through our process of our lead generation funnels, has a couple good diagrams around it, breaks down a couple concepts for lead magnet and tripwire. Um, so it's a good kind of starting point for anybody getting into this. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, if you've liked what Anthony said, and I can't imagine that you don't um, and you haven't, then yeah, definitely go and check that out. That's uh, modernmedia.io slash guide. And all of those notes will be in the uh, the show notes um, as well. And, and I'm assuming you're active on LinkedIn. So connect with you on LinkedIn. Um, anywhere else people should uh, check you out? Uh, feel free, if you have any questions about LinkedIn ads, feel free to shoot me an email. My email is anthony at modernmedia.io. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Thank you ever so much again, Anthony. It's been a, a really great conversation. Um, I've learned a lot more about LinkedIn ads than I, uh, that I knew before we had the chat. So um, yeah, personally, thank you. And I know that everybody listening has got an awful lot out of this as well. So um, all that's left to say, thank you very much and happy fishing. Okay, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for tuning into the show today. I know there are a lot of podcasts you could be listening to, but you've chosen this one and I'm truly grateful for that. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, I'd love if you could just take a few quick minutes to share your thoughts and leave an honest rating review for the show over on iTunes. It's not only important for helping others discover the show, but I also read each and every submission personally, and they really do mean the world to me. So thanks very much in advance and happy fishing.